commit to build a community, that is the quickest way to grow. It does take time, but if you're not feeling that love, like maybe the blogging thing is... We need to get traffic. We need to get a lot of traffic up and you're not getting as many downloads as you want. Selling your readers you're going to make a fraction of the amount of money that you make. For me, like it worked because I just kind of outlast. Take the risk of putting yourself out there and be unique and be unique yourself. This is not a blog. This is a business. I'm Jessica Ojek. What's up? What's up, Nick Loper? I'm Tanya from our next life. Nick True. I'm Jessica Moran. I'm Monica Louise. I'm JD Rock. And you're listening. You to- are listening. And you're listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast. Hola, Do You Even Blog Tribe. Pete McPherson here. Thank you so much for listening to a very short and special edition of this podcast. So I do not have any long form interviews today. I'm not, not doing that. Something a little bit different. I'm just going to issue a homework assignment, a challenge. Now, let me preface before I tell you what it is and how to do it with, I know that this is the internet. I know you're not sitting and working right now on your computer. Probably, maybe you are. I know all that stuff. I do. I know how the internet works. I know maybe 5% of you have the gumption to get out there and go do the homework that I assigned to you. Uh, And first of all, like, who am I to assign homework? I'm nobody. So that's one. I know we're all adults. But on the other hand, straight up, I know what I'm about to tell you is valuable. I know it is. And so, man, why not just try it? That's all I am. That's all I can do from my little position here in front of the microphone in Rome, Georgia, is try and change people. And it's up to you to actually change. Like nothing I ever say, nothing my wonderful world-class blogging guest will ever say can come close to you actually listening and then taking action on your blog. So hopefully, small, bite-sized podcast episodes like this one that I'm about to lay out for you will help you to get started doing something. It might not be something you're very good at. It might not be something you're very comfortable with, but it is value adding. It is blog growing. So all I can really do is just challenge you to try this. Just try it. Even if it's not right now, today, within the next hour, grab a pen, write it on your hand, say like, come back to this. Try this this week and then see what happens. If nothing happens, don't ever listen to my podcast again. I'm worthless, etc. If something happens, then you have done so much more that you might not have done otherwise. So that's all I wanted to say. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. If you don't do it, I understand, but that is your choice. Uh, all I can ask is that you give it a shot. So without further ado, drum roll, please. You probably couldn't even hear that, but I did a drum roll. Uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get a guest piece of content. This could be a guest post. It could be an interview spot on a podcast. It could be a feature. It could be a mention. It could be whatever. I'm going to leave that up to you. And at the very end, uh, I'll talk about some different things that you could pitch people. But for now, let's just say a guest post. It doesn't have to be a guest post. I'll talk about that at the end. But I want you to send 10 total emails to five different people. So that's two each. I'm going to get into what that means. And I want you to do it this weekend. Today, if possible, go ahead and send the first five emails. This will not take you a lot of time. It will not be very hard. It will not, it might feel a little uncomfortable if you've never done any of this, but you're not doing anything spammy or it's it's not that sort of digital marketing numbers game outreach, trying to get backlinks and traffic. It's not that at all. It's trying to build a quality relationship and produce something for another blogger that will in return give you a quality contextual backlink and some website traffic, which is what we're all here for, right? Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Let me lay that. Let me lay out the plan to do this. This will not take a lot of time whatsoever. There are four total steps. Number one, target the right blogs. So I want you to choose five, four uh, quality blogs, and then one huge one, just to see. Just just pick one that's like, man, I would never get a guest post opportunity for this blog because they're huge. Just do one of those, and the new four kind of normal ones. So. You don't always want to choose like the huge, huge traffic sources in your niche. Let me show you two ways to go do this. One, go to Google. This is the easy one, right? Go Google best your niche blogs. So if you're in travel, travel hacking, best travel hacking blogs. Look for the ones that pop up. You'll probably even see a roundup post or two that says like the 50 best travel blogs of 2018 or some crap like that. That could be a great source of blogs to reach out to. That's one way, and you can do that for any niche, by the way. You just go there, best personal finance blogs, you'll come to it. Actually, it'll probably point you to the Rockstar Finance directory, and you can go browse from there. Don't pick the very biggest ones, or maybe do one, like I said. If you're doing five total, do four just normal ones. Pick the mid-tier blogs, the mid-sized blogs, right there in the middle that have been around for more than a year, but they're not like millions and millions of page views a month that is like super hard to get on. The owners never answer their emails, like that sort of thing. That's not who you're after. You're after the mid-tier bloggers. So go Google. That's the easy one. Uh, two, go to detailed.com. The word detailed, it's spelled exactly like it sounds, .com. And you can choose right there. You'll see a form at the very top. You choose your niche could be health and beauty, it could be travel, it could be finance, it could be business and marketing, it could be all sorts of things. You choose that, you will see another form pop up on the right side of the page that will list the top 50 huge, huge blogs in those niches. You can choose one of those, that may be your big one to reach out to, but once you choose one of those big top 50, uh, like for example, HubSpot blog is number one when you type in marketing, it will show you all the other blogs on the internet that link to the HubSpot blog, sorted by date, like the most recent ones. So in that list, you can check out the domain names and see which people are linking to whatever your niche is, right? That could be an amazing way to discover some quality blogs that are right in the mid-tier range that you might want to reach out to. So jot down on a piece of paper, on a Google Doc, whatever you can, five targeted blogs. Four mid-tier, and just go ahead and choose one huge one uh, that to reach out to. So that's step one. And actually, step one and a half is to find people's email address and or Twitter accounts. We'll get into this in a minute. We'll actually talk about that with outreach. We'll come back to that. Put a, put a pin right there. Step number two, this is semi-optional. You don't have to do this, but it can help your pitch. Find gaps in their content. And this is actually really easy. You go to their blogs, their websites. You look at their blog categories or their general topics that they cover, all the categories, and you click through, this takes like three minutes max. Click through and see, you'll see like which ones are updated most recently, which ones have the most blog content pouring into them, right? You get that? Find what they're missing or something they haven't published on in quite a while. Maybe you'll see one that was like, oh, the last time they posted to this category was like five months ago. And as long as it's still relevant, right, it's still in your niche and their niche, find those little small topic gaps that you could potentially pinch them. When you pitch them, you'll be like, hey, I noticed uh, I want to do a guest post for you. I noticed that you haven't published in this specific 
topic in several months now. Would you like me to cover that for you? I can produce something quickly, et cetera, et cetera. We'll get to the pitch in just a minute, but find gaps in their content. One other way to do this is just open up their blog roll, uh, their website slash blog or on their homepage, wherever they have it, and just browse through the last 20 to 25 just kind of noting the topics. Sometimes they even sit, they'll, they'll have like the categories listed underneath them. And you'll just be noting like what haven't they talked about that's still in their niche. It's still on their niche, something that they could publish, but what haven't they talked about recently? Okay, step number one, you got to target the right blogs, make a list of five to reach out to. Step number two, optional, go and find some gaps that will aid your pitch and trying to get your content accepted. It's actually huge, by the way. People love this. Go find some gaps in their content, some topic gaps. Step number three is to jot down 10 topics and or some headlines. So stop being a, a wuss, a non-go-getter. And if you're going to attempt this homework, which I would hope at least some of you, 5% of you will actually try this. Don't skimp. Don't skimp. Just take 10 minutes, write as fast as you can possibly write until your hands get tired, jotting down topics. Don't stop writing until you get like, I don't know, 10, 20 topics on the page. This really doesn't take a long time if you just sit and do it. It's obsessing over, oh, that sounds like a lot of work. That'll actually take more time than sitting down and doing this. Jot down 10 topics and or headlines. So what you're trying to do is get a bunch of crap down on paper so you can then look through it and say like, oh, okay, this one is actually not crap. That's actually pretty good. Find your top three. So jot down 10 topics and or headlines, more if you can, if you have the time, and then chop it down to the top three. The top three topics that are potentially even gaps, stuff they haven't written about recently or a whole lot, etc. And you have what's eventually going to be your pitch to them. Like, oh, I have three topic ideas I thought you might enjoy and might be a great fit for your readers. Here's the top three, right? Okay. Step number one, find five blogs, write them down. Step number two, find gaps in their content, write it down if necessary. Step number three, jot down a whole bunch of crappy topics and headlines and then whittle it down to three good ones, three decent ones (laughs) at the very least. And number four is to... Here we go. Ready? Outreach. So there are two ways to do this. Two ways. Permission marketing and the cold ask. Permission marketing is going to require you to send 10 emails total to uh, across those five people. So two per person. It's uh, it's going to be like this. And I'm not, you can go check out the show notes to this on my blog, by the way, but I'm actually not going to include these templates because I don't want anybody copying and pasting. If I'm completely honest, So let's cover permission marketing first. You would choose your five people. You would find a way to contact them, preferably not via email. Let me say that again. Find a way to contact them, preferably not via email. Twitter, in my opinion, if they are active on Twitter, is the best because it limits, Twitter limits conversation to like very bite-sized chunks and they're almost sure to see it eventually whenever they check Twitter, right? So Twitter is great. Twitter direct message is great. Facebook Messenger is great. Uh, contact form on websites actually really good too. I mean, it just emails them, and they're almost sure to get it because they want to see what contact form came through. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, or email is a last resort. Again, you can do some googling to find out how to get people's email. Email Hunter is a great Chrome extension that I use. Um, voila Norbert, you can Google that. That's another good one. There's there's a bunch of really great 
ways to find people's email. Please just go Google around if you don't know how to do that or email me, Pete, at doyouevenblog.com. I can send you some resources. So once you have their email, one of two ways, permission marketing or the cold ask. Permission marketing, the first contact, the first message is going to say this. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I was, I'm a huge fan of your site and I would love to pitch you some guest post ideas. Let me say that again. That's the first two sentences. There's only two more. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm a huge fan of your site. Something like that. Uh, I would love to send you some guest post pitches. Or if you're doing uh, a guest podcast appearance, maybe pitch or a feature or an interview or whatever it is, I want to send, like lay it out right up front. What are you trying to do? Don't waste their time at all. Just say like, I want to send you some pitches. And then two more sentences uh, that'll actually make or break you. So the third sentence is, I've put together a list already based on some research I did about your topics or some gaps in your topics that I think I might can fill. Uh, I'm going to leave this sentence up to you, but you're basically saying that you've done your homework already and you have something to show them. You're not going to show them right now. This is a teaser email. This is a permission email that just gets their permission to send them a pitch. But you are going to demonstrate that you know what you're doing. You've already done some research. This is clutch. This is absolutely crucial. So the email thus far is roughly, hey, I'm Pete. I'm a huge fan of your work. Uh, I would love to send along a guest post pitch if you'll allow it. I've actually dug into your content of the past six months and I've identified some, some gap areas that I think I could easily fill for you and that would be a great fit for your readers. Something like that. And then... The last line is, would you be interested? Or may I send you the pitch? That's actually even better. May I send you the pitch? Question mark, then your name. And that's it. That's it. And you can include your URL if you really want to, if you're brave. You might not even want to do that. It doesn't matter. What you're trying to do is just get them to say, yes, send me the pitch. That's it. So, hi, I'm Pete. I'm a huge fan of your work. May I send you a guest post pitch? I've analyzed your content and found some gaps that I think I could deliver on and that would be a great fit for your audience. Can I send you the pitch? Question mark, Pete. You got that? I think you got that. Uh, Okay, so that's permission marketing. And let me skip to the next one, the cold ask right now, only because once they say yes to the permission marketing bit, right? They say, yeah, sure, send me the pitch. Then you're gonna send almost the same email for the cold ask, almost, The cold ask is when you don't do that and you just send them your guest post pitch, which is going to be more difficult in my opinion, but also they might appreciate you including it right up front. It just kind of depends on the person. Some people would prefer that. Some people would prefer you not spam them with ideas and long emails and links and that sort of stuff. So your cold ask is basically going to say some of the same things like, hi, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so blog. I would like to send you a guest post pitch. That needs to be like the first thing bolded in your emails. They need to see that first. They need to see exactly what you're asking. I'd love to send you a guest post pitch. I've included some articles below. Actually, wait, go back to the gaps in content. That would actually be my next sentence. I'm a huge fan of your work. I've analyzed all of your best performing posts over the past couple of months and have identified some gaps that I think I could help you with. Here are my ideas. And then you hit just bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. This should be no longer than one sentence. It should not be huge, elaborate pitches. It should be at the very most, 
a headline and then one, just a few words, one sentence maybe explaining what the post is about. Headline, one sentence explaining what the post is about. Then the next bullet point. Headline, one sentence saying what the post is about, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the very end of it, uh, you would ask them, do any of these interest you? May I send along more information? If so, which one? So you're not saying, hey, any interest? Because no one's really going to respond to that. You're going to say, hey, any interest? And then you're going to literally ask them something specific so that they will respond or that they'll know, like they can skip the whole, yeah, sure, let's do this one. And then you have like more email back and forth. They don't want to do that. So you say, here are my ideas based on my research. Bullet point, bullet point, bullet point. Uh, which one would you prefer? Question mark. Or I would love to get started on one of these. Do any of these strike you as the best one? Question mark. Something like that. Something that's asking them very specific. Not just uh, any interest or let me know, exclamation mark. Don't ever send that. Ask a question. Ask, which one of these do you think would be a great fit? Can I send along more info? That's another good way to end right there. Question mark. <laughs> Ask a question, a very specific question at the end of it. And then that's it. And bonus points, you don't have to do this, but this will add a lot of credibility, is after all of that, at the very end, after you sign off your name, do a PS, a postscript, right? And then give some social proof. You could say like, hey, I've already done guest posts for this site and this site and this site, and they've all performed very well. Or I have my own email list of 500 people. I get X amount of website views a month, and I will definitely promote the heck out of this to my own uh, audience as well. Just give a little PS with something to help them trust you more, right? Social proof. Just drop some names like, hey, I'm Pete McPherson. I've interviewed... Uh, this blogger and this blogger and this blogger and this entrepreneur, etc. So you can trust me a little bit. Or my website size is this, so you can trust me a little bit. Or I've already published these other guest posts that did really well, so you can trust me a little bit. Don't actually type out, so you can trust me a little bit. But you see what I'm saying, right? So let's go through to these. Start over. Take a deep breath. I'm going to blow through this. This is your weekend homework. I want you guys to try this. Doesn't have to be this weekend if you don't have the time. I know we're all adults, but please, for goodness sake, for Pete's sake, somebody out there try this. It's not going to take a lot of time and it could be well worth it. Backlinks, traffic, etc. Oh, by the way, then you have to actually write the guest post, but <laughs> I'm assuming you mm, might know how to do that already to write content. I hope you are. I hope you can do that. If not, email me. I'll give you some tips there too. Maybe that'll be next Friday's podcast. Let's go through this. Target the right blogs. Step number one, get a list of five. Go to detailed.com and browse around there. Get four mid-tier, one huge size. You can go to Google and search best blah, 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 my niche blogs. Look for some roundup posts or to see what pops up. Pick four or five. Uh, another little tip would be to pick the non-obvious ones that receive lots and lots of pitches, by the way. And that's not who you want. Pick the mid-tiers, the non-obvious ones that will hopefully listen to you, hear what you have to say, and still give you a little bit of backlink juice and traffic. So step number one, target the right blogs. Step number two, find gaps in their content. See what they are missing. What could they use an update on, etc. Find gaps in their content so you can use that in your pitch. Step three, jot down, jot down even, 10 topic ideas and or headlines. You could do 10 topic ideas with three headlines each and see what you come up with. They don't have to be good. 
You can be as crappy as you want. Just get it down on paper so that you'll have something to filter through and then pick three that sound good or at least decent, okay? That you have a fighting chance. It doesn't have to be absolutely perfect, okay? It just has to get their attention enough and you have to be able to show like, hey, I did this research, so I think you could really use this. And the last step would be to actually send messages to people. Step number one, permission marketing to say like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I really enjoy your content. I would love to send you a guest post. I've already done my research. I have some ideas that uh, might fill some gaps in your content based on what I've seen recently. May I send you more information? Can I send you the pitch question mark sign off in follow-ups? Or if you want to send the cold email, which by all means go do it. Uh, you would say pretty much the same thing. Hi, I'm Pete. I'm a huge fan. I would love to write you a guest post. I've already done my research. I found some gaps in your topic. Here's what I have so far. These are just broad ideas. Bullet point with a headline. One sentence that explains it. Bullet point, bullet point. Do any of these sound good to you? Which one sounds best? Question mark. May I send you more information and more headline ideas for this topic, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, end with a question like that and then sign off and then in your PS if you want to if you have anything end with just a little bit of social proof oh by the way I'm I blog at do you even blog I do this and this and this therefore you should trust me a little bit right and that's it send those emails hit up five people it might take them a little while to respond but they could end up in backlink and traffic opportunities long-term backlink juice long-term traffic opportunities is Everybody is supposed to get rinsed and recycled and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Always think of Wiffum in this outreach, by the way, this is a side note. What's in it for them? Free content. You've already done the research. So if it's going to fill some gap that they didn't even know they had maybe in their own content schedule, they're going to get free content. Hopefully it's going to be relevant. You have a little bit of social proof that you said, right? So they know they can trust you a little bit. And in that social proof on the postscript, P.S., I did this and this and this, and I'm also going to work my butt off to promote this to my own audience. That's what you would say. So they know you're going to hustle for them. They know you're going to work. Show me what happens. That's it. I will see you next week for more awesome blogger interviews. And I sincerely pray that some of you out there give this a shot. Even if it makes you a little bit uncomfortable, that's why they call it a challenge. It's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be super simple to do, else everybody would do it, and everybody would have all the guest posts and backlinks in the world, but no one does. So those of you out there with a little bit of gumption and, uh, you know, drive, go do this, get it done, let me know how it works, come to the private Facebook group, and you can share your ideas if you would like to, doyouevenblog.com slash blog, you can actually see everything I've said on this podcast, and that's it. I'll see you next week for more interviews. And thank you so much for listening, blogger. I love you guys. And hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on email. I want to see some guest posts and some backlink opportunities come from this podcast. Go do it. Get out there.